0: take podcast point. Naším poslaním je pomáhat, inšpirovať a trénovať mládežníckych vedúcich. Jednoducho point. Hello everyone. This is Zuska speaking. Welcome to the podcast of Point Online. And I have a wonderful guest here, Mark. Hi, Mark.
1: Hey, good to see you again.
0: (laughs) Great to see you again uh, over this table. And we are talking about worship. Um, So what about today, Mark? What are we talking about today?
1: Well, today we want to unpack the work of worship. Um, Maybe you are wondering why we are using the word work um perhaps uh what what have you what do you think of uh zuska when you when you hear the word liturgy
0: hm uh, as uh, as i imagine liturgy i look at my church and i imagine like having a worship band at front then mm-hmm. we would mm-hmm. have the announcements yes sometimes we would do um the Oh, how it's called, Vechera yeah, communion. <laughs>
1: Thank you, yeah, communion. communion. Yeah, so we would mm-hmm. do
0: communion, and then uh, we would have some sermon
1: yep. and prayers. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, so what we do during a Sunday morning worship service is called liturgy. No matter what tradition you're from, it is a liturgy. The literal meaning of that word in the Greek language means the work of the people.
0: Aha, uh-huh. therefore we're talking about the work of worship. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> as, we,
1: as we do it corporately, right? That's just, So today we're talking about this corporate thing, what that we do together. So um, um, liturgy in its truest sense is always a corporate activity. So any, any form of a planned out order for a, a service of worship is, is, is a liturgy. Um, and, and so, and it's an important um, that, that we think about it uh, as we, as we, cause we want to plan it in such a way that's, that's God honoring. So regardless, when God's people gather together to worship, God's people need to be working Together in it. Um, there is no place in a worship gathering for passivity or, or non participation. See? Um, so corporate worship must not be a performance we observe, um, it must always be a service that we do. Everybody who comes.
0: Uh- so that's why when I'm a worship leader, yes, I invite people to sing with me.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes, it's a it's a together thing, and not to say that you couldn't sing a solo and we could engage in it in some way from our hearts, but but yeah, all, bottom line is we we need to be all intentionally in it together. There's because there's only one in the audience, and he has not been created. <laughs> there That's the one in the audience. Nobody else should be in the audience. Only God himself is is the one that to to be there, to hear and listen to what we're bringing to him together as a people. Um, the triune God is the audience, Father, Son and spirit. the rest is the rest of us are there to creatively bring him glory and give him thanks and cry out to him in repentance, to ask him for help, to give of our time, to talents, resources, you name it. To, to encourage one another uh, uh so that we can strengthen each other uh and and worship the come to be more like the one we're worshiping
0: mm-hmm. so usually when you come to church, you usually see a stage and then you have people in the audience yes. but what you are saying? yes that the audience is not really the audience. So we are talking about one big stage, maybe. Exactly, yes.
1: God's (laughs) great dance floor, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, great song. Mm -hmm. Uh, So God's great dance floor. And then the only one who truly is in the audience is God himself. Yes. So, okay, but um, usually we say things about how the worship went and so on. Mm -hmm. But uh, we talked about that... um, the who of worship is truly God, right? Uh, so, what would God like to experience um, when we gather together and worship Him?
1: That is the best question you could have ever asked. I think, because um, because often I don't know about you, but I find myself uh, from time to time being tempted to think, or or worse yet, say out loud to someone. After a worship service, I didn't like that so much. Yeah, or, that
0: song was terrible. <laughs> I did, I, or I
1: didn't get anything from that this morning. You know, those kinds of comments. Um, however, what we really should be asking is, what do we think God didn't like about this worship service? Have you ever thought about asking that question? What God, what didn't you like? about this worship service. Um, Chances are he probably didn't like the posture of my negative heart, right? Uh, Or critical, (laughs) critical spirit. Um, So what really pleases him when it comes to our public gatherings of worship? Um, I think if we could interview him after our services of worship, that would be a really good exercise to do, wouldn't it? What should we hope to hear him say about our services of worship
0: your voice was wonderful
1: <laughs> <laughs> i really liked your outfit yeah
0: <laughs> i guess no <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe
1: not. i my, i was i was just kind of imagining this and, and trying to think okay what god what, what what is it you're looking for um and, and here's some thoughts that came to my mind I, I can imagine him saying you know you really know me you all really know me and my son well based upon what he what he experienced by being there with us man you really know me and my son well or maybe you really are in awe of who i am ah that's awesome that's great (laughs) Um, or maybe he would say your unity and love for each other makes it so obvious that you are full of my spirit or maybe he would say, the way in which you serve together and, and give sacrificially, you know, that reminds me of me and and, and and my son and the way in which we sacrifice as well. I'm, I'm so glad you, you're you taking that example from us. Or maybe he'd say, I love how you put to use the creativity that I created in you when you, when you express your love to me and my son. I love how creative you all are. That is so awesome. Uh, or maybe um, he would say, you know, your faith your faith and your hope and and your confidence in my soon coming return and, and, and about the eternal realities that are awaiting you, man, that makes me so pleased to see you be so full of faith and hope and confidence in that. Wouldn't that be a good exercise to go through?
0: Oh, I'm just like sitting here soaking in your voice <laughs> because it sure. really seems like the Father is speaking to me. Mm. And when you talked about created creativity, I always... Um, Think of like, yes, I'm so glad that we as um, as church are capable of creating mm. new songs, for yes, example, yes. Yeah. Um, to show his glory. And yeah, um, so it's wonderful to think about. Yeah, God is not looking at the way we look <laughs> or the new effects uh, we bought for our guitars, which right. is also incredible. Yeah,
1: and it's a beautiful thing to be creative with. Of it, course. Certainly.
0: And we are doing it because we want to do. We want to give our best to to the Lord and please do buy new effects, (laughs) you know, and go to the vocal teachers to learn how to sing well. But at the same time, that's really not what God is um, looking at. And he's looking at our
1: hearts. Yes. And and so this is the time of the week when all of us who have been... uh, Using our intellect, emotion, and will, the hearts all week long—hopefully, all six days—are now coming together as a people and meeting together to say thank you and, and praise Him corporately for what He's what we've been already doing all week long. We're doing it now together, mm-hmm. um, and and so we want to and we want to do that well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and when you were talking about doing that well mm-hmm. and doing corporate wor- worship, which means people together, yes, yes yeah. Um, then I think there are lots of questions about practicalities, Yes, how to it. do it well. Lining so um, maybe when we look at that, uh, what, mm, what are the ways how we can plan the mm-hmm. corporate worship? Or maybe could you give us some tips or thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I think, the, yeah, the fact that you mentioned planning, God, I mean, God himself is a master planner, right? You know, if you look at all the scriptural accounts of all the things and requirements that he gave Abraham and Moses to do, I mean, he is a detail. He is so, I can't believe how detailed he is in some of these long passages of scripture. It's like, wow, this is still God talking and he wants me to do this. Um, and so he likes order. He He's not a God of chaos. He, Jesus himself, Jesus himself is our peace. And he creates order out of chaos. So so God so that requires some p- planning on our part. Um, we can't just snap a finger like like God can speak it into 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 being. We have to plan it and and be prepared for it. Um, and since we're created in His image and he created us to be re- in relationship with one another, we should seek to represent him well together and and as we plan our our public gatherings of worship and and respond with like one voice. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you you ask for some 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 tips. I, I would say, I would say uh, the first tip I would think of is is since since liturgy is the work of the people, um, then then we should work our hardest to include as many people in the planning process and in and in the actual doing of it uh, on Sunday mornings. Get as many people in, involved in it as possible. Mm-hmm. You know. So, in order to use lots of people, that's going to require some some planning, and, and it'll, it'll require uh, us planning well in advance so that we can engage that many more pe- that that many more people.
0: Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me of, for example, our worship band. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. So, when we talk about worshiping on Sunday, uh, our band is usually six. Yep. Five, six, seven people depends on the week, yes. and we have very strict rules on like the worship leader is in charge of creating a messenger group, for example. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, mm-hmm. The best time is at least uh, on Sunday or Monday mm-hmm. week before. Yes, and then our training uh, practices are on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so me as a worship leader, I have, um, I have to send out a playlist to mm-hmm. the band so yes. they can prepare and then we have a practice on Thursday where we prepare together we pray mm-hmm. you know we talk about our lives so that it's not only about playing but it's yes. also about like where we are yes. what is happening to us um, so that we can unite yeah, really for sure. and stand uh, for each other that's great and then and then on Thursday we have the practice and on Sunday we are playing so for example if we have something that we need to practice on since Thursday we still have some time mm-hmm. um And it's really, it's a question about planning because, Mm -hmm. I mean, if I don't plan ahead with like the worship playlist, then they will not know what to practice. Or even if we want to create a new song, Mm -hmm. I need to be aware of, okay, on Thursday, guys, we will be... You know, putting together the song. So get right, ready. Right. Maybe here is a recording I want to play it like, and so on.
1: Yeah. And it means too. I, I think whoever's in charge of the th- of speaking that day. I mean, I'm one. I'm I'm a real fan of of trying to let let the music uh, um, blend uh, in, <laughs> or, or or be an expression of what the word is mm-hmm. for that day. So so that so that you weave like this beautiful this beautiful tapestry. We say mm-hmm. uh, uh, that that that's all interwoven, and you remember it. Back Better that way, so that means whoever's speaking that day, you need to get information from them soon enough too. So that means your whoever's teaching needs to be prepared in advance too with their topic, because if if they want to see it really fleshed out in a beautiful way creatively with music, they need to have their they're ducks in a row. We say <laughs> have things planned so that that you can give the theme. Hey, here, here's the theme I'm going to be doing uh, in a month or two from now, and and then somebody like you would say, oh, that's a huge gift because now I can think creatively and plan and around that theme um, mm-hmm. and and do a lot more um, creativity with it. Um, when when I was uh, another another thing in relates in relations to getting lots of people involved. Um, you know, we we often think in our in our typical band um, the, the the amounts of instrument that we have in a band, but there's so many more other ways we can get even more people involved. When I when I w- well, first became a, a worship pastor in Colorado, twenty. 20- Oh goodness, thirty years ago now. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, the first thing I wanted to do when I got there, I said, I, I want to know what who's who's here, uh, what kind of gifting has God blessed this church with, because we need to make sure we're being good stewards of the gifting that's around us. And so I, I had I had this form I and I, I created called Who's Who in the Arts at. Faith. That was the name of the church. And, and I handed out all these things to everybody uh, on that Sunday. And, and, uh, and then I got back these, all these pieces of paper filled out with all kinds of great information, singers and painters and, and carpenters and sculptors and and, (laughs) uh, uh, orchestra players. I mean, essentially, I, from all that information, I saw there was like this dormant orchestra sitting in our church. And that nobody knew anything about until the, everyone was asked, and 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 then suddenly we said, "Hey, all of you who play these instruments, let's come together and jam." And so, so we created this 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 uh, full orchestra at our church eventually. And uh, yeah, it had its rough little moments beginning, but it gave people a chance to do something and serve in a unique way. And so uh, today it's still going, and there's a there's a, 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 an orchestra that meets regularly, and they sound really great. So so you need to just ask people and find out the gifting that's there. Mm-hmm. is is super important too. I mean, um, you know, it could that 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 includes like teachers and preachers even as well. I know every every tradition might be different in this way, but I believe that if they, if there's somebody with a gift of teaching and preaching, they need to be able to use it right among the people in some way. Um, there could be uh, composers in your church, uh, lyricists, poets, um, also people that are very technically minded that can run sound systems and lighting or whatever you want to do. Hospitality specialists that are great at welcoming people and making them feel comfortable um, and welcome. Um, so these are these are all great things we need to be thinking about.
0: And again, it's not only about the people on the stage. So that's exactly. so exactly. important to mention and to be aware that um, yes, we do need people who are in hospitality. We yeah. do need people who welcome people. Yes, um, that's all a part of worship yes. it's not just the music it's not just yes. uh, what is happening on stage
1: because we often get uh, this, will, this will lead into another tip because um, it's easy for us if we think only about what's going on the stage then we start to we could easily start to slip in into where this is one of the ways where I think that idolatry can subtly slip into our services where and that we need to fight hard against idolatry in our services so, so because we don't want to create um, any unnecessary heroes you know where like oh this is like I, I go there Because of this person's there and they're leading, you know that kind of thing. Um, So God must be the only hero in our hearts and in our services. This means that that no worship service heroes are allowed. You know, (laughs) you know. Uh, So this includes preachers and teachers too. I mean, so we we if we create such diversity from week to week using lots of different people, there there just won't be any any chance for that to happen, or or less chance for that to happen, because we want to we want to be in this as a people, not not special little heroes in, in these categories um and do you have anything to comment on that
0: just basically um, it's so easy i think for us to look at other churches and be like oh they have it so well yeah or this person's oh, really cool this person yeah. is if we only if we had this person here mm-hmm. everything would change and it's right. just i think it's a lie yes. i mean yes it is about people of course like in terms of like it's sometimes fun to work with somebody's. it's it's maybe less fun to work with somebody else. yes um, but just really, truly look into your heart and. Who is it for? Is it for you, or yes. are we doing this all because we love God mm-hmm. and we serve Him and yes. we want to worship Him?
1: Yeah, I, I like to say, practice the art of invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so our goal is to become invisible. We can we we can take our cues and uh, with this, like from somebody like John the Baptist, he said, "Hey, hey Jesus, he he must increase." I must decrease, right? Um, or he, and, and this again, uh, God said, you shall have no other gods before me. So so we don't want to, ourselves to become these gods, yeah?
0: One time I was at a conference and there was this really cool worship band up front on stage. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, little room where, where you could go 24 seven and pray and worship. And just, it was amazing worship on stage. And God just really called me to come to that little room. Mm. And then I came there, oh man, it was a horrible worship band. Like they were playing, <laughs> like the, the notes, I don't think they, they, they I think they were in a different tune mm-hmm, when they were singing mm-hmm. with their instrument. It was horrible. Like the sound was horrible. But the presence of the Lord that was in that room, mm. in that moment, it just changed my heart. It was mm. like, no, you don't have to have this huge band on mm-hmm, stage mm-hmm. which has amazing sound. Yes, Because that's not what God's heart is. Yes, You need to have... The prepared heart, ready to worship, and yes. that's what you need. And that just changed my whole perspective.
1: Yes, God can use all us in so many different ways, yeah. uh, how He wants to. And I, I think another tip too I would like to emphasize is that we need to we need to think. Um, and this may—I'll have to explain this—but but think mosaic in our service, and and not myopically. When I say myopically, it means like like laser focused on just one thing that I must have. Um, when I think of mosaic, uh, it's a it's a beautiful work of art, right? Where all you you have all these little pieces of stone and that are all grouted together to create this one beautiful work of art. Um but let's say this mosaic represents each one of these pieces, let's say they represent each one of us in the body of Christ. Um, if we if we and, and, and these pieces are grouted together by the blood of Christ, right? That's that's what makes the picture beautiful. Um, but if we if we look at us, our little piece of representing me, if we stare at that for too long and up close, um, we miss the whole picture. It's not until you get back and step away from myself and, and, and you see the whole body of Christ, that which is the beautiful picture. You see how beautiful is the body of Christ. You see the beautiful mosaic picture. So we got to not think about my own desires but we got to think about the whole beautiful body of Christ. Um, and, and you see this in scripture, you, you like where you see every tribe, tongue, people and nation um, is represented in heaven in this way and worship before the throne. You see, you see scriptures like prefer one another in love. That means I, I got to not to be thinking about myself and my desires, my uh, what I want to see happen necessarily. But but prefer each other in love. Um, you know, what God's favorite worship style is unity. That's God's favorite worship style unity we're called to rejoice with those who rejoice and 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 weep with those who weep we cannot always be you know happy clappy right um that's not being authentic so because we're we're broken and hurting people too so we, we must learn to how, how to incorporate each other uh, how to incorporate space for expressing lament um and and praise uh, all, all the above uh, representing the whole the whole people of god any thoughts on that
0: No, I just think that uh, looking at mosaic is basically what looking at the worship in mosaic way Mm -hmm. is the way that Bible is telling us to look at church as a body of Christ. So it's not about a finger or a hand or a foot, but it's about the whole body. body, And that's... um, basically it Mm -hmm. Uh, so maybe just to summarize the first one uh, the first tip you mentioned was uh, to plan well and execute with as many people as you can uh, then fight hard against uh, idolatry yes then look um, mosaic not myopic yeah
1: don't be so laser focused on me
0: what about the last one
1: yeah i would say let god's word inform your worship not vice versa
0: Interesting. Yeah. So,
1: so in other words, make God's word memorable by 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 weaving a memorable tapestry, like I said earlier, through the music. Uh, so, so don't just plan all your music and then hope it's going to just necessarily fit. Uh, it might, but 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 uh, make your decisions based on on the word, so that we really remember the the, the, the meat and potatoes, you know, God's word. Um, and and uh, I think there's so many creative things we can do to help people walk away from a service remembering it well and 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 by the way in which we use music to th- be on that theme and again that that requires well in advance planning, um, to do it well. I, but I always loved it when my pastor uh, at our church, he would give me his sermon notes, you know, a month or two in advance. And so I was able to be so creative. I was able to write new worship songs for each one of those weeks, um, that were creative and and based right on his theme. And it was like a slam dunk because the people would be going walking away that day, singing his message because we, we were able to create new things around it. So so let the word really dwell richly among you. That's I think that's what it really means in in in, in when it talks about in Ephesians. Let let God's word richly dwell within you with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So uh be intentional with it.
0: Maybe just uh, practically to add um every time I'm I'm choosing songs for worship, mm-hmm. I'm always asking the Lord, "Okay, what do you want to Uh, say on that Sunday um, and just asking Holy Spirit to um, just give me the songs that should be sang or maybe a new song. And this way, a lot of times it happened to me that like there was an overarching theme Mm -hmm. Um, or I knew that this is the theme I want to go for and I just picked the songs according to that. Even one time I wrote a song that um, it was a very clear song that I got uh, from the Lord and then eventually we started singing it on one Sunday Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that that was pure Holy Spirit but the new topic of the whole season that we were supposed to go um, or do Mm -hmm. in the church was Identità, so new identità. That was the that was the uh, the theme. Yes, and it was basically just to the point, um, and really God was showing what He wanted to uh, say through the sermon as well as through the music.
1: Yes, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, one thing to add to that too. I, I think I think it's it's uh, oftentimes we we think that maybe well if, if you do like a, some sort of a real planned liturgy is there room for the spirit of God to work still in a spontaneous way but but I really feel that you know the spirit of God works no matter what he could be working in the way in which you're planning a month in advance you know he's going to work there too so he worked and, and but so there's room for both there, you know it's being spontaneous in the moment as well and and also and also planning well I mean the spirit is present in all of it you know
0: um also when I'm leading worship um I'm also trying to read the Bible or we have something, um, in our church, um, that like we have an intro opening yes. as the worship leader. So, um, I usually try to come up with what God put on my heart on, or basically what we discussed with the person who is doing sermon and so on, mm-hmm. just to get people dig deep, maybe into what the Bible is saying and yes. just like start saying the words of the Bible or, uh, some of the truths, um, Mm-hmm. And and just proclaim them yes. the truths in the Bible, and then just start a worship. Or in the middle of the worship, mm-hmm. uh, do not be afraid to read some of the Bible verses
1: and get other people to do it too, because that's something that most people can do pretty confidently, and then and, and feel like, hey, I can get up there and read this passage. So it's another way to get more people involved too. I think one other possibility is is the pastor could prepare like some readings that people could read the week before that help set them up for the message of that day so that the whole church could be reading these things together on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Friday like a reading plan uh, for the for the next Sunday and and then they come together that much more ready and, and informed together about it uh, okay here's where we're going um, and then he drives it home then with the the, the text for that day so mm-hmm. these are lots of different different creative ways to go about uh, about it which is which is what we need to do as the people because we're all very different
0: you got you just gave me a great tip thank you <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So thank you very much for sharing. So we and talked about uh, the planning. We mm-hmm. talked about uh, idolatry. Uh, so we don't want to have any idolatry in our services right. about Mosaic and about the Bible uh, word or the Bible verses um, in our worship. Let mm-hmm. let God's word uh, inform our worship, not vice versa. Anything else you want to add?
1: Just that uh, next time, if you if you tune in next time, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully lord willing uh, talk about the moods of worship, the many mm. moods of worship. So
0: I like that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So thank you, Mark. Um uh, thank you for listening to us and have a wonderful week. Bye guys. Ciao podcast podcastu point. Ďakujeme, že ste si nás Tento podcast zastrešuje tréningové centrum Kompas. Našim poslaním je pomáhať, inšpirovať a trénovať mládežníckých vedúcich. Jednoducho boj.